0: Now, in today's episode, we're going to cover a hot topic, um, not a nice topic, and it's all about gazumping, and in particular, how you can try to avoid it. So it's not a nice thing that happens in the marketplace, and we'll go through a bit of the basics on it, but really, um, this podcast is all about giving you the tips and tools to try and avoid this as much as possible. So obviously, having the rug pulled when you've agreed a property purchase is a gut-wrenching and expensive experience. So um, together, let's take the right steps now to minimise that risk as much as possible. So gazumping right now is probably less prevalent than than it used to be. So the latest figures that are out are showing that this is actually falling in the marketplace. The numbers that that, it, that it's occurring to. Um, but whilst that's good news for those looking to purchase a property, gazumping where a seller accepts an offer. Only to reject it later in favour of a last minute offer from someone else has not gone away. So that's why um, I thought this podcast would be really helpful just to give some top tips on how to try and avoid it. Where's this mainly happening then? Um, As you could imagine, London retains the crown as the gazumping capital with 66% of buyers having been gazumped in 2018. And this figure is up from 35% in 2017. So, um, as anyone who's been gizumpt will testify, it's a horrible thing to have happen when you're trying to buy your dream home. In many cases, unless you can somehow find the cash to, to make a higher counter offer, it means that a lot of time and money has been wasted and that there's no choice but to go back to square one and start the property search again. Now, you might expect the controversial and unpopular practice to be illegal but it isn't. And under English law, the agreement between you and the seller does not become legally binding until contracts have been exchanged. So plans to reduce gazumping. Now, the good news is that the government is looking to help reduce the number of buyers who fall victim to this by introducing um, what may will be termed as reservation agreements, whether that's um, binding agreements, reservation agreements, there's lots of different names and terms they're coming out with. But if this is introduced, these measures could make the buying process a lot less stressful and a bit more secure for everybody. Um, But in the meantime, while the government are looking at this, because this is probably going to be, I think they're looking to trial it very soon now, but you're probably looking maybe a year, two years away before it becomes something that could be in place. So in the meantime, um, here are a few steps you can take to reduce the risk of falling victim to it. Number one is get organized. One of the simplest ways to reduce the risk of getting gazumped is by being organized and getting all your ducks in a row early on. Make sure your finances are in place and that you've got a mortgage agreement in principle. This is essentially a letter from your lender setting out how much they'd be willing to lend and it's based on your initial assessment of your circumstances. You'll also need to have a solicitor appointed, one who is available and proactive and has all the necessary documentation to hand ready to go. Remember, you need all this documentation to hand as well, including your required ID, because all the um, anti-money laundering checks and things like that that you'll have done with your solicitor, you'll also have to go through with the agent. So have everything ready at this early stage. If you're selling at the same time as buying, get your property on the market better still get an offer on your current home before making an offer on the one you want to buy to ensure timing won't be an issue. The shorter the time between agreeing a sale and exchanging contracts, the less likely it is the deal will fall through. Tip number two then is get the property taken off the market. Once your offer is accepted, you should ask the seller to take the property off the market. Make sure this is done in writing or it will not be legally binding, meaning the seller can change their mind at any time. You should also ask the estate agent to remove signs from outside the property and remove its online listing. While the seller and agent aren't legally obliged to do this, you should question their reason if they say no. Number three then, keep things moving quickly. Do all you can to keep the process moving along as quickly as possible. This means being in regular contact with your mortgage broker and your solicitor and this is to ensure that they respond quickly to requests for information. Make sure you read, sign and return forms as promptly as possible. You don't want your case to fall by the wayside or things to drag very slowly. Number four then, get friendly with the sellers. If this is possible, There are no guarantees this will work, but if you take the time to get to know the sellers and show them that you're a serious buyer with your heart set on the property they're selling, there's less chance of them dropping you at the last minute for a better offer. So if it is possible, get to know the sellers. Number five, consider a lockout agreement. You might want to think about a lockout agreement or exclusivity agreement. This is where the vendor agrees not to seek or accept other offers from other buyers for a certain short period. While this can help demonstrate how serious you are, the issue you may have is getting the seller to sign it. Talk to your solicitor to find out what's involved and the potential cost of drawing up any of these agreements, but be warned that it can get fairly complex. Number six, then take out specialist insurance. In addition, you might want to look into taking out home buyer's protection insurance. Um, this is a policy covers you for the loss of upfront expenses you've made in good faith to purchase a property, such as legals, survey, mortgage lending costs. And this is all there to protect you in the event of the purchase falling through. So number six, look at um, specialist insurance that may be able to cover you. Number seven then is look at potentially buying at auction. Buying at auction means there is no risk of gazumping, but it does come with a lot of different risks. So don't make any hasty decisions as you need to go in with your eyes firmly open. And if you've never purchased at auction before, please do make sure you do your research, you do due diligence and um, really understand the whole auction process before you go into it. So that's tip number seven, look at potentially buying at auction. So there you go. That gives you some top tips on how to avoid gazumping. It's not a good scenario. It's crazy that it's not um, illegal really in the process, but there are changes potentially coming from the government. But in the meantime, if you put some of these top tips into place, you'll protect yourself as much as possible. So thanks again for your time listening. I hope some of this helps some of you out there um, negotiating at the moment and buying. Please do comment, give me your feedback, give me the, the, your questions and maybe some scenarios you've come across. Remember, you can reach us on our website, asktheestateagent.co.uk or reach us on our social media platforms, Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter. Just search Ask the Estate Agent. So thanks again for listening and look forward to catching up with you all on the next episode. So until then, it's goodbye for now. We look forward to answering your property questions and helping you with your next move. Thank you for listening to the Ask the Estate Agent podcast.